By now, you are very likely aware that Star Wars in Character and the NeosAz.com podcast network are completely listener-supported, and you probably know that most of that support comes from our Patreon campaign. For 2020, we are looking to expand our support options and offer even more to our supporters for everything that they do to keep this show going and everything we do online. Over on our Patreon campaign, we have an exclusive series covering The Mandalorian. That's available to everybody at every pledge level on Patreon. Along with that, we've now added a one-time donation support option at neozaz.com. And for any donation of $2 or more, we are offering an instant download of one of our prior exclusive episodes of Stars and Character. For the months of January and February 2020, we are offering our episode Dengar, which was originally recorded as a fundraiser for the materials, supplies, shipping cost of everything we needed to launch the Artmore project. To find out more about this one-time donation option and get the thank you gift of the Dengar episode, visit neozaz.com and check on the right-hand side of the page for the January-February 2020 donation drive graphic. And if you want to find out more about our Patreon campaign and the exclusive Mandalorian series we have going along with Swick Extra Minutes and other releases that come out through the years, check out that campaign at patreon.com slash neozaz. Like he makes, he makes Rohan Antilles look like uh, Baru. <laughs> like, like, like Rohan Antilles <laughs> in A New Hope. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about the Master Codebreaker. I was going to say Master and Commander. I did not <laughs> think that was the word you were going to pick. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Master, I'm a Master and Debater. <laughs> master. That, that, that. Yeah, I was with them. You were going <laughs> the other way with that. But it's any it's, um, it's any 2020 time, now, Dave, and I, I am a changed person. You are not. <laughs> anytime I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you a little shout out to your man Mel Gibson because anytime I hear that word, you know the joke from Lethal Weapon with the masturbating. It's really yeah. good. He does puns through all those movies. Me. Yeah. So he's talking to Renee Russo and he's like he's like he keeps egging her on, egging her on, and she's like she's like getting annoyed and she goes, Are you baiting me? And he goes, I'm a master of that. <laughs> speaking speaking of Mel Gibson, do you hear about like there's that evening with Mel Gibson yeah. that's going on in London? Eric Moore is it's in Australia, right? Going to that. I think yeah, I, I think he is or my or is I think, it's in, I think it's in England. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's out there, and he's he he tagged me, and trust me, that was over here, man. That's something I would but have to go to. But it's you have to dress up. It's like a black tie affair. Yeah, there's 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 dinner. I would do it. I would run a tuck. It is. Man. I thought it was a Mad Max theme thing. Why am I thinking <laughs> we're talking about two different things? No, it's it's basically it's it's like a one man show where like Mel Gibson sits on a sits on a stage and talks. It's a big Braveheart thing too. They talk about a big a lot of Braveheart shit. Too. Yeah, like like, like he, he gets up there and he talks uh, about his career and his life and. And that kind of, and I guess there's there, there's a Q and A. Uh, why do you have to wear? Why do you? Why is it a black tie thing? Because they want it to be fancy. Like a big fancy. dinner reception kind of thing going on. Yeah, like there's there's different tiers. There's like the basic tier was like a hundred pounds. I saw pounds. like silver and gold, all kind of um packages. Like, the most expensive one looks to be about in the equivalent of like U.S. dollars, like six hundred dollars. Okay, we are talking about two different things here mm-hmm. because there's uh-huh. this thing called an experience with mel gibson or is that the same thing wait maybe it is that's this is that's okay it. you're you're absolutely right i take it back you, we're talking about the same thing but the fucking advertising art looks so mad max it's ridiculous <laughs> do you guys do you guys know what i'm talking about because i'm gonna say yeah, it to you right now it's him in a tank top yes like, uh, okay you're like oh he looks good yeah, but it's but there's a motorcycle and it almost seems like it's like you hang out in like Mad Max world and eat lizards that you catch and shit. But it's a black tie <laughs> thing because now yeah. cause now I clicked on the link and I'm looking at the website and it's this. Wow, I got was so confused. Not that I'm going to it regardless, but still. All right, would you go I, though? 
If it was 20 minutes from your house, man, would you go? No. I don't care about this guy. Um, All right, Chris, if this is in New York, <laughs> the, the li- I'm hanging up. The likelihood so, of this so being dismissive. in New York, likelihood of this being in New York could be high if he, if this does goes well. Let's say this is in Cipriani's in New York. It is $400 to go. Sold. But you're, there's no guarantee you're going to meet him. That's fine. You're not going to get an autograph. You don't that's, get a photo with him. That, that's fine. You just, just go and... Be in the room. Rarefied air. Hear, hear his stories and of how, you know, innocent he was back then. <laughs> uh, I'm, really, I'm really sorry I started talking about Mel Gibson. <laughs> hey, don't be sorry. It's yeah, Mel Gibson. I'm just waiting for the evening evening with uh, where, where Billy Zane and Sam Rockwell <laughs> just like trade stories with each other. Billy Zane will be serving your burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Medium rare, sir. Oh, Sam Rockwell's about to come on stage. I'm waiting for an evening with Christopher Lambert. He actually comes over to your house and you have to like kind of force him to leave. <laughs> but you can't understand anything you say. Yeah, exactly. This words. I'm going to what? <laughs> and it all ends with I loved you in that Tarzan movie. <laughs> it always ends with a laugh. <laughs> it's the first Christopher Lambert impression I've ever heard. It was good. It's pretty good, Tim. Well, then it's it's it's, it's, it's either <laughs> yes, that or yes, it's it was from, good. Yes, it's either that or it's, or it's from Greystone. She was my mother. <laughs> there can be only one. <laughs> Okay, that's the best one. That's creepy. That is better than mine. He's probably there in Matt's room right now in the back. <laughs> he's actually he's doing the laundry. He he bucks. Matt, I am done with the dishes. May I go home now? Stop eating those Tide Pods. All right, back to masturbating. The Master Code Breaker appears in Episode 8, The Last Jedi. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. All right. Just a theme with these names. All right. All right. All right, right, guys. My name is Strangers with Candy Chris. Strangers with Candy Chris. Yeah. Okay. Today I'm joined by Megamind Matt. Oh, (laughs) I know what this is. You should have called me Uh, the the Master Codebreaker. The spy who dumped me, Dave. That's not my name. That's your full name. That's oh. not Dave's name. That's not Dave's name. <laughs> That's not my name. They call me Hope. They call me <laughs> And Charlie's Angels full throttle Tim. Is he in that? Because he's TNT. Yeah. He's not in much, but. Oh, you, I did know what it was. Then. Oh, he- I was off. I was wrong. When you see him, it's like, oh, that guy again. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I guess he was he in an episode of Strangers of Candy. I guess he was. No, no, he wasn't. It's the movie. What are you talking? What are you talking about? What are we talking yeah. about? Will? Yeah. Who, whom are we speaking of? The actor who played the Master Codebreaker. Okay, well, I guess isn't I have it, to wait. Isn't Jennifer Aniston's boyfriend or husband now? What Justin Thorax? Yes, <laughs> that's the one. Oh, is he the master code breaker? Yeah. He's the, he's the master beta breaker, yes. Oh, I love him. <laughs> All right, I'm sure we're talking, talking about, about him. I love him. I adore him. He's one of my yeah, favorite actors. Yeah, he was, he why, do you, why do you know him for? Why? Yeah. First of all. Oh, boy. American Psycho is one of the greatest movies of the last 20 years. And he plays his character to a T the way it is in the novel. He's so funny and cool in American Psycho. And then follow it up with how off the wall he is in Wanderlust. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. That guy's a talent. That guy's a major talent. Mm-hmm. All right, is, it, is, is he married to her, Jennifer Aniston, or are they dating? No, there was, there was, a, there was a breakup. Oh, I don't watch. I don't get Us Magazine. <laughs> I, it, it, it was one of those things where Us Us Magazine every every like three months would be like they're gonna get married secretly. It's on the rocks. No, it's back on. They're on the rocks again. Now they're gonna get married. 
And they got, did they get married? No, so they didn't is, get married. So is she single now or not dating anybody? Why? You interested in well, taking her out? She's not dating because him. This is great. Won't be, won't be Brad, dating you. Brad Pitt and, and her both won uh, SAG Awards and they were together. And I was like, oh, maybe something's happening. <laughs> we both won awards. Let's get back together. <laughs> that's, <laughs> they were that's, how, that's how life works. That's it how love sweet. works. It, was, it, looked, it looked, it was nice. Circle of love. Sorry. I'm all excited now. I didn't care about this until. <laughs> I mean, not that I didn't care about it. I just didn't know anything about it. You know. Like, Can you smile when you saw him on screen during the last Jedi? Did you go, "Oh, I love that man"? I was confused. <laughs> I, I mean, I he he's a, he's in Joker. Yep, he is in the Baxter. Yeah, says, uh, uncredited. He, he I, I don't Joker? I don't know who he is. Ethan Chase. I don't know who that is. Not to watch Joker Chase. again. I'll be happy did to you watch guys, Joker again. Did you? I know this is a Star Wars show, and people are probably turning this off. But um, yeah, that's gonna happen anyway. Watch, Okay. Did you watch The Leftovers? No. All right. This is a highly recommended show. And if you have HBO Go, you, you know, they show everything that they've ever done on HBO. What a mind twisting, well written, well acted piece of perfection The Leftovers is. And I'm not going to say anything about it I other heard than it's great. I think you must great. watch it. It's yeah. worth the time investment. I'm not watching it. Okay, great. That, that's Matt's Breaking Bad for me. I ain't watching. It. And if I do watch it, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that on HBO? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. If, if, if it's not on the the HBO stuff, you can get on Amazon. I, I probably won't be watching it. So good. Tim, what's that to do with Justin Thorax? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who Ethan Chase is. Oh, you know what, Ethan Chase. There's, he's the guy in the and he's like on the show with with uh, De Niro, isn't he? Well, they they show they show a uh, a driver's license. Jack Frank, Frank oh, yeah, Murray Franklin issues an actor named Ethan Chase. I don't remember seeing him on the. It, it must have been it must have been like blinking and miss it kind of thing. Right. I'm calling in the authority. Okay. Okay. Yep. Jack, who was Justin Throw in Joker? Okay, get lost. <laughs> get the hell out of here, kid. When we saw Joker, we both went, is that Justin Throne? And you were like, yeah, that was him. And Was it like one of the episodes that he was watching at home? <laughs> no, in the theater. No, like 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 when he when he when he was watching Robert De Niro's TV show, the Murray Franklin show. Was he like a guest that was on the show? I don't remember. I thought it had something to do with the Murray Franklin show. Okay. I don't remember. All right. Let's talk about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell us to masturbate me. I mean. <laughs> From a distance, my <laughs> hand wraps around your. <laughs> anyway, Master Code Breaker. I th- you know what? This is probably going. This is literally going to be the shortest episode of Swick ever. Trivia. No, there's almost nothing known about the master code breaker. Thanks for listening. We know that he is a human and we know that he is supposedly the greatest code breaker in the galaxy. And if you watch um, uh, episode eight, it seems like Maz Kanata had some sort of sexual relationship with him. It seems like she had some sort of sexual relationship with everybody she named she in that movie. Gets She's around. A whore. I'm telling you, at the end of at the end of Rise of the Skywalker, which like Chewy. Yeah. Yeah. Time to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh he was the code breaker for the the, the completely useless plot line in uh the Last Jedi, where oh, Finn I and just Rose caught up on all the hate mail, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is me saying this. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> but if you want to address it to Matt, <laughs> care of care of Tim or to, to Matt, attention, Tim. We'll uh, I don't know how to get all um, to Tim, so Matt, I'm going to tell you all yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to send that, Matt. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
but he he is he is the person that um, Finn and Rose are trying to find in uh, when they go to Canto Bite to that. I guess they they need him to bring him to a first order ship so they can turn off some technology so the uh, resistance can get away. That's so the casino. The casino. Yeah, that's scene. that's the casino. So. Yes, there's there's almost nothing known about him. He's only known by his nickname, the Master Codebreaker. But he has posted all all of his personal information on a public uh, server somewhere on Tinder that he is in on Tinder. Yes, swipe right. Um, and so he basically has put it out there that if you can crack into his encrypted uh, <laughs> notes. You a will find out who he is and all about him, and you can also take the moniker of Master Codebreaker. Is this like that guy that started a sec- online security company and and used, <laughs> yeah, used his th- social security number as a promotional <laughs> yeah. tool, and then ended up going bankrupt? Yeah, everybody stole all <laughs> yep, his money yep. and his identity like thousands of times. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. This guy's better than that. Okay, so yeah, I would hope so. He, he still, as far as we know, he still retains Master Codebreaker. Why does uh, he offer that even as an option? Like, doesn't he enjoy being Master Codebreaker? Like, why does he? Why is he challenging anyone to take this this uh, mantle away from him? It's like, I think I think he just wants. I think he just want likes likes the idea of seeing how long it'll last. Um. And and waiting and and just I I think I think, he, I think he, he's like a serial killer. He wants to be caught. He wants someone to be. Oh, okay. Same time, he doesn't want someone to beat him. He's he wants to be the best, but he, if someone is able to beat him, he will happily hand over. It's like the amazing Randy one million dollar prize. If you can prove the existence of an afterlife or a ghost, you get one million dollars or something. Actually, this is nothing like that. So strike that from <laughs> I strike that from the record. <laughs> is is amazing Randy the guy with the with the uh the the bandana? Yeah. Randy of the Redwoods. No, that's um Trevor Randy of the Redwoods. Oh, I thought he was thinking the amazing Jonathan. I was uh, thinking of amazing Jonathan, yes. Okay. No, I knew it wasn't Randy of the Redwoods. Get out and vote man 88 Dukakis. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, you kill me. <laughs> no, yeah, the amazing Jonathan, that guy's an asshole. Oh my god. You should have there's a there's a documentary saw out there it. about, yeah. about him. Oh, I the whole time I wanted to punch him in the face. <laughs> punch him in the punch him in the heart. That would end him. Yeah, that yeah, that would. I'll punch you in the face, and then I'll punch you in the heart. Um, so he puts this challenge out because he likes the attention. Yes, he, he likes the I don't know, like the thrill of it. Yeah, if somebody beats him, he's happy to say you're better than me and ride off into the sunset with his little white tuxedo. Yes. So yeah, that's that's really his story. Is uh, uh, um, that I mean, when when Rose and uh, when Rose and Finn go to the go to the casino to find him, they don't know what he looks like. They have to search for. Uh, he wears a brooch, which is a you look for the red. Was it the plume bloom? The red plume bloom flower brooch, and that's how, how you'll identify him. I love that. So stuff. yeah. It's it's like when someone gave me directions to their house and they said go down Main Street and then take a right at the mushroom. I'm like really, take a right at the mushroom. <laughs> Thanks. But I, all you see him do is he's like playing craps or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he he loves he loves to gamble. He's he's I don't know if he has a gambling addiction. I think he, he's probably always chasing that high. It seems like he's one of those type of dudes. I, I would be curious to know if he introduces himself as Master Codebreaker, or if he has if he like uses an assumed name like "Hello, I'm 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 David Davidson." He prefers to be addressed as the Master Codebreaker, much like the Maestro. <laughs> the Maestro, <laughs> Bob Cobb. You mean? Yes. <laughs> he likes to be called the Maestro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't I don't know if he if he introduces himself as that way or if he has an assumed identity. Um that 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 was not mentioned in his anywhere in his story. Um but you, you mentioned him playing craps, and there's actually a reason he's playing he's playing craps. 
he has been banned. <laughs> he, well, yeah, well, there's that. There is a game available. He has been banned from playing anything on a uh, on, that's that's mechanical. So uh, he can't he uh. can't go up to a machine because he would be able to hack that machine, break into it, and mm-hmm. win everything. Oh, win okay. the car. Win the car from Vegas vacation on every spin. <laughs> Ethan Embry. <laughs> that damn I, movie really made slot machine playing look a lot yeah. easier than it really is. I put a coin in. I want a car. Put another <laughs> coin in. I want another car. I tried that in <laughs> Vegas. Nothing. Nothing. No. I have yet to win a car. The best I've won is $35. Yeah, I enjoy that I part of the story. Like the idea that he is playing something rudimentary with just dice because he, otherwise he can manipulate it somehow. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, I, I, well, I guess I guess that answers my question of do people know he's the master code breaker and he walks into a casino? And it probably is yes. Either that or they just know him as a guy who is really good at mechanical games. And they say, listen, you can't you can't you can't touch our pachinko. Well, he he wears that bright white outfit, that, that tux too. That like, he fucking stands out. Like if you want to do that, like go undercover, like put on a hat and glasses yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Put on a fake beard. <laughs> yeah, a fake beard and stash. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I it, it, yeah, the jury's out. I don't. I don't know if he's just known as a if he is like widely known as the master code breaker, and or or if or as I said, if he goes in under the under assumed name. But he, but people know him by you know by his face. That don't let that guy near a machine because he'll fuck us over. Right. But he so, is a dapper Dan. He is a dapper Dan. The guy. He looks. He looks great. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like he down. makes he makes Rohan Antilles look like uh, Baru. <laughs> makes like like Rohan Antilles <laughs> in A New Hope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it makes episode funny. three Antilles look like episode four Antilles. What's that challenge now? Where you're like Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Tinder, or yeah. That, yeah, yeah. He's Twitter. Or I'm, he, I'm sorry, he's he's oh he's, that he's, one. I he's, know, yeah. he's he's Rohan Antilles uh, uh, Tinder one. Yep. And Rohan Antilles is like, LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, LinkedIn. <laughs> he kind of looks like our uh, our friend Steve. With a little pencil thin yeah. mustache because he has that shock of white hair going yeah. through. Got uh, that. He's, he's, he's on the on the Wikipedia page. He's sort of striking his own little blue steel. Sure is. Yeah. Put a clerk in it, Zane. <laughs> Listen to friend Billy Zane. He's a cool dude. Um, wow. And I I, not- wow. I I noticed on this. That he's not in the picture on on Wikipedia. He's not wearing the not wearing the brooch unless it's on the other side. It's on the other side. Is it you on the other side? He never takes the brooch off, Tim. He, he shares shares wearing that thing all the time. Oh, it is on the other side. You're right, Dave. You're absolutely 100 percent correct. It's too bad there isn't a little more. Like what happened to these this Star Wars situation where when we started doing this show ten years ago? Jesus, I know, Christ. right? Ten years ago in like two weeks. Ten oh, years weeks, ago, sorry, we started doing this show, and there was volumes of information on, as we always joke about, the third stormtrooper on the right. And now this is a character in these movies, and there's nothing about him. You nothing. YouTube happened. People have short attention spans for media. Like people, <laughs> people used to be creative and come up with their things. And I know Disney has this all locked down, but I, I just don't understand why. A character like this that could be interesting. I, as much as I hate that movie, uh-huh. this is. I just cleaned is, up Tim's hate mail. <laughs> 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 this is somewhat inter- interesting to me. And the fact that it's him might spark that a little, but you could certainly do something with this character. He, he has this shroud of mystery around him. So yeah. write the damn mystery. Yeah. Exactly. There, there should, there should. I wish. They would they would put out you know those those anthology ones with the short stories. Those I would, were I would some of the best read. stories. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I agree too. Other Candlebite would be is uh, uh, Tim started off saying this is kind of like a I don't want to I don't remember the word you said pointless scene or something something to that effect. Even with that, there's a there was enough rich characters in there. I could probably name three or four, not by name, but what they look like. That is a rich ground for one of those books i'll give it that yeah 
I mean, these guys are all, as, as they sort of explain in the movie, these guys are primarily war profiteers. So they all have, they all have probably have some sort of underbelly connections and, you know, and when people aren't looking, they're doing nasty things. And so, yeah, I, I, I think this guy would be prime for a, for a story. Maybe I'll write one. We all should. Well, the, yeah. You'll get two. That? That's, our, that's, Tim, our, that's our challenge. Tim first. Everyone writes a three page. All, all four of us write a three page master code breaker uh, story. Three pages. <laughs> I'm writing three my pages really fucking big. It's about 750 words. Oh my God. And we, we, we publish them. Are we going to do it? Probably not. <laughs> How about we do? Nice. I got a better idea. Just to make it a little, and we're not going to. Let's face it. Let's be honest. We're not going to do it's, this. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Let's, but let's, if it were, if it were going to happen, a better idea would be each of us to pick a character from Canto Bite and, and write a backstory for him, or write Ooh. any kind of story for him, and then do that episode. This is never going to happen. It's not going to happen. Chris would pick the one character that's just all tits. <laughs> there's that. There's that one lady. That purple one. She's just like a hundred. <laughs> She well, there, she's like she's this like bulbous tit woman. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That'll be I your don't name. Know what, what else to call her? But she she like screams in the thing, but she's just a bunch of tits. Like she she like you know you know like when you go to Kmart and there was that that thing of all the bouncy balls, the big cage of bouncy balls. She's a walking talking bouncy ball cage. Blue light but special, am I right? But tits, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a blue light. But the, when the, when the blue light special was this little cart, yeah. he was just pushing up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I might I might write a master code breaker story. <laughs> okay, we'll see. fun with that. We'll see. If if I do, it'll be within the next thirty days, <laughs> and I'll I'll write it, and we'll figure I'll I'll, I'll figure out a plan. I'll probably base it. On Iron Man Two, somehow, <laughs> but it'll be lightly based on Iron Man Two. It'll probably be based on uh, Sam Rockwell's character if I was to write it. Um, so must bring up Sam, Sam Rockwell. You and Sam. Possible. I'm gonna pick yep. this guy that looks like a sideways goat, and I'm just gonna replace the word Condor Man with sideways okay. goat, and that's my submission. The there story is the story of Condor Man. Disney property, which is not on Disney Plus, which is why I'm going to cancel my subscription. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> it's funny you're making all these Zoolander jokes, and Justin Thruck wrote Zoolander with Ben Stiller. That's right. He was, uh, and he was the he was the evil DJ. He was the killer DJ, and he yeah. wrote it too. Like, didn't he co-write it with him? Yeah, I think he did. I, think he did. I don't know about That's that it. second. Zoolander bullshit, but whatever. But uh, yep. So pretty much that's that's the whole Master Codebreaker story. Man of mystery, not allowed to play slot machine games. It's extremely handsome, played by Justin Thoreau. Um, I, I got a Last Jedi question for you guys before yeah. Tim completely wraps up. I, I don't talk <laughs> much about that movie, and I think everyone's heard the story. But I do have. I'm going to talk about this because. Here's I'm going to try to lay this out best I can to ask my question. We see the Master Code Breaker and Rose and Finn see him. They recognize him. They get caught. They get thrown in a jail cell with someone who ends up being a Master Code Breaker until we got like 100% clarification that this just was a second Code Breaker, not the one they're looking for. Did anyone get the idea that... Or maybe they were waiting for him to like pull a brooch out of his pocket, and they're like, "Holy shit, you're the guy we're looking for!" Or is it just me, and that never happened? Yeah, I I think you're right. I I mean, I've only seen that movie once, and I do remember they were looking for him. And and the way Thoreau plays it, he's playing it sort of smug and with the one eyebrow up, so you're supposed to like think, "Well, he's full of shit." Right. And when when they meet Benicio del Toro. I was I thought that you were supposed to assume that he is the real guy and yeah. the other one was was a red herring. Mm -hmm. I, that's what yeah. It was like kind of a, a the opposite of what actually ended up happening is what I thought was happening at the time until we finally get pretty well into the Benicio del Toro character and what he does that we realize no, this is just another code breaker, which is a 
bizarre set of skills to have two people in one place have. Yeah. Yeah. It it seemed I like the there's there could have at least been something where he like leans forward and they don't point it out, but you sort of notice that he's that he is wearing a yeah, plume bloom. Well here's uh, what I thought was gonna brooch. happen what I thought was gonna happen and the, and the brooch is the big thing here is that the the master codebreaker definitely had like a an uh, expensive looking artificial brooch of some sort. I thought Benicio the Toro was actually going to pull out an actual living flower of what that Maz Kanata described and just kind of, yeah. you know, like bring it all together. And yeah, I'm sitting there waiting for this to happen. And next thing you know, he's given that up to the, to the new order. I'm guess, well, I'm, I guess I was wrong. I, I was <laughs> holding out hope this whole time. And apparently I was wrong on that one. It, it definitely would have made a. It would have made Benicio de, de Toro's character a little more believable for why he's there. Yeah, because it's just it, as 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 you were sort of hitting at. It's a little convenient that there are two master code breakers there, and they just happen to be thrown into jail with the other one. And why is he hanging out there when he can leave whenever he wants? And it's just. Yeah, it, it, it's it makes it, it's it's just another thing that makes. While I've I've said this before, I, I, I mentioned this on on um, I think I mentioned on the uh, the the Rise of Skywalker thing that the Last Jedi is my favorite of the three sequel movies. It makes the whole Canto Bite mission kind of it, it it really makes it kind of a useless thing. Like they fail at their mission. Use, that's the word I was trying to think of earlier. That's what you said. Sorry. But go ahead, it was sort of yeah. It was kind of kind of a useless storyline. It was really just written to give uh, Finn something to do in this movie. And even though this doesn't actually move the plot forward anyway, it actually doesn't have any real outcome for the end of for how the movie plays out. It it really is just like thirty minutes of the movie that didn't actually need to be shot. Mm. Uh, but I think I think if they had found the code breaker and then they had gotten caught, meh, it maybe would have made a little more sense. Yeah. I just wanted to ask that question because it's it's something that like was really I really expected to happen and there's been ten billion why the last Jedi is the best movie ever videos and 10 billion. Why the last Jedi is the worst movie videos ever. And I didn't see the ones I've watched on both sides. I've never seen anyone mention that. I'm like, am I the only one that thought <laughs> that like was, was going down the wrong road out of the, the billions of people that have seen this movie. So I'm glad, I'm glad that it, it either yeah. you were thinking that or the story makes sense. That's why I wanted to bring it up. But maybe, maybe, uh, maybe the master Kubrick that we see in the casino took this off of DJ. Ah, I like had oh, him put thrown, it in your, put it in in your the, story. Had put him thrown in the clink. Yeah, and that yeah, yeah, exactly. And Benicio de Toro was actually the one that had sex with Mas Kanata. <laughs> she was his. She was his little can of spam. Ooh. <laughs> Jeez. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. There did it you, is. You can leave that did part out of the story. <laughs> I just, I just wrote it. I'm gonna write this down. <laughs> I heard a pen. I heard a click. Did you find anything as to why he's in it? Because I was just looking. I didn't find anything. Like, is he a friend of J.J. Abrams or just a Star Wars fan in general? He or- is. Um, I guess I think he's a friend of uh, Ryan Johnson. Uh, ew. Uh, um, <laughs> Dave, ew. Stop it. I'm cleaning up more hate mail. <laughs> yeah, I I, th- I, th- I think he and Ryan Johnson uh have have a friendship. Um and actually he uh it, he was originally supposed to be an uh an animatronic like insect character. And uh it wasn't until the day before supposedly. This is this is what I read. It wasn't until the day before they they shot the scene that they that Justin Thoreau was, uh, oh, we're going to use Justin Thoreau. They put him in the spot and they had to do a quick rewrite. Why? To it's make just, just another, he doesn't say or do anything. It could be any, it could have been a yeah. fucking lamppost. <laughs> so, but they, they would have, they, so if, if it was just the day before this insect character would have been made 
I, I looked around. I was trying to find like something that some visual representation of what he was supposed to look like, but I couldn't find anything. What, so I don't know how true that is. What did the rewrite entail? Everywhere it said in the script, insect man, they just crossed out the word insect. And put handsome man. <laughs> put man. Put Jesse, yeah. Yeah. Total opposite. Now, the did you see any, did man. you see anything, Tim, about the, um, supposed, uh, uh, nod of the white stripe in his hair, because he was up for the role of Doctor Strange, and he's got those those white streaks on the side of his hair. Oh no, I I didn't. Because uh, Matt just made it up. up. No, I did not <laughs> make that up. Someone someone claimed that a huge Doctor Strange fan after told me about this re- uh, fairly soon after the Last Jedi. I said, "Did you know why he had that white streak in his hair?" I'm like, "No, I don't care." And they told me this story anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was no, good. I uh, I I did not know that he would have been a cool Doctor Strange. Although I think I think uh, Cumberbatch oh, nailed yeah. it. Yeah, but, uh, he would have been a cool Doctor. Throw Throw would make a good. Uh, he'd make a good good Marvel villain. He'd make a good anything. Yeah, he'd make he'd a good down. omelet the next morning. <laughs> Shirtless. <laughs> yep. He's my uncle Buck. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I got a weird segue. Like this is Dave's dreaming about this fucker and like not stop. Yes, it seems. yes, I've been. It's been hours um, since you told us this is going to happen. So I'm very curious to hear this. Well, all right, and ask questions as they go along. I had a dream last night. Or actually, I guess earlier this morning. Um, was it a weird I, dream? That's my first question. It was yeah. not. All it right. was not. I don't care anymore. Yeah, my alarm goes off at 340 for some odd reason at 339 I just woke up and look at the clock and this is what I said out loud Kel I just had a dream that Matt and I had a huge fist fight and his body <laughs> is missing <laughs> okay the, the fact that you and I got into a fist fight would probably be one of the funniest things anyone would ever be able to see because, and she starts cracking up yeah. and laughing. And I walk into the bathroom. They go hop in the shower. And I'm like, yep, I had a fist fight. And Matt's body is, is missing. missing. All right. I have, a, I have a question. Go ahead. You wake your wife up at 3.30 with that and she's laughing? She was roaring. She was laughing. Yeah. She was. I guess I woke her by waking up. Oh, so you, have a cu- you have a kind wife because I would be angry that you woke me up with that horse shit. But here's the dream that I can. Re- this is the pieces that I remember. It was. It was Dave, Matt, and I. Tim, I'm sorry, you weren't in my dream. Yeah. His body was missing too. I dream about Tim, but those are those are a little bit wet. <laughs> but Dave, what's the road that the elementary school is on? Like by the football field, by Park the Avenue. No, like the other like where it's actually on on like seventh, sixth. I don't know. What, what do you mean the uh, the, the seventh, road? seventh, seventh, seventh and Park. Park. Don't ask me why. It was it was the three of us on the sidewalk there with our podcasting fucking equipment and my Star Wars memorabilia all lined up against the fence, the football fence. <laughs> all right. Don't ask me why. We we sit down and start podcasting. Fucking Matt is to my right. You're to my left. Matt all of a sudden just tears open <laughs> a vintage. <laughs> No, that's funny. Boba Fett figure, and I looked at you, Dave, and you're like, "Oh, oh God!" <laughs> like you knew I was pissed, but I didn't say anything. I was fine. Matt, you open it. You were playing it. And I hate Star Wars. It's fucking Boba Fett. I I hate Star Wars. It's stupid. And you're 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 playing with it. Okay. The next thing I remember. Hear me out. Is we're now in Florida in the what marshlands? Is it called? What's the, the swampy swamp, area? Yeah, the Everglades. Okay. So we're just walking, and me and you start going at it, and I was like, "You motherfucker! You open up my Boba Fett! You knew I don't open up all my shit!" And you're like, "Ah, fuck you! They're just toys. Get over it, right?" <laughs> so we start yelling at, at one another. Dave's like, "Oh my god, guys, calm down, calm down." Well, now I know it's a dream because Dave would just be sitting there laughing with a beer at this point, <laughs> <laughs> like that. Well, I, I, I picked you up and hear me out. I fought you like I was a fucking gorilla. <laughs> well, I was picking you up and bouncing you off the ground and throwing you here and throwing you there. 
throwing you here. It like was Hulk, a Hulk with Loki. <laughs> I guess, but I did it so much that your body. This is what I remember my dream. Oh God. I think, okay, I think your body got so tiny and small it just <laughs> it just disappeared. <sighs> and Dave's like, "Oh, I hear him because we could hear your voice saying, hey guys,' and we could hear your voice, but we couldn't find your body." That's funny. So then I hop in a car. And I call Cal on the car phone, whatever. And I was like, and I guess she was, I guess maybe because she was still sleeping. And she's like, hello. And I was like, I just, I just fought Matt and his body is missing. <laughs> she goes, body is missing. All right. All right. <laughs> then I woke up. She wasn't surprised. <sighs> I, I don't know. What does this dream mean? Well, Tell me what clear, you clearly you want me dead. And clearly your wife is not a fan of me by any stretch of the imagination. The fact that she li- laughed in her waking space at my body missing. So <laughs> pretty much tells me, I don't know why I do this show. I think it all means that you hate Tim because he wasn't even yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. It was the weirdest dream I ever had. And, and I woke up immediately and I said, Matt and I just just had a huge fight in my dream, and 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 now his his body's missing. The the idea of you and I fighting at this point in our lives is just cracks me up because like, have you ever been in a fight in your life apart from your brother? No. <laughs> I, I I punched him in the face years ago when yeah. he took the Nintendo controller <laughs> from me during Zelda. Yep. Yeah. And I broke my pinky knuckle. And I haven't done anything physically active <laughs> in like 25 years. So the, you and I even trying to fight. We we would both be, after the first punch and dodge, we'd both be trying to catch our breath. Oh, yeah. I would sit down. <laughs> right. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> but I just think that that dream was just a fucking, it was just called because you opened up a Boba Fett figure. I was going to say, all of it was like disturbing. It's like, why does Chris want me dead? And, and then we said that part. I'm like, oh, now it makes a little more sense. Yeah, I think I think this could really happen, and it might. If somebody opens up one of your figures, their body will go missing. I would fight you like a gorilla. (laughs) Yeah, just don't (laughs) knock over his head. Oh wait, he's already done that for us. It's over there. (laughs) But it looks like the scene from you know Force Awakens now. So I did it because Uh. of the movie. But anyway, that's 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 my dumb dream. Tim, I'm sorry you weren't in it, Timmy. Son of a bitch. That's in, that's intense. It, it was it's just weird. It's like why? Like the dreams I have, man. The dreams I have are just fucking incredibly lame and stupid. <laughs> I wish I had wet dreams, man. God damn it! <laughs> Those days are gone. <laughs> yeah. I wake up in a wet dream. And it's <laughs> Did you hear how sweat. upset Tim sounded to that? Like, <laughs> yeah, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. I don't think I've had one since I was like. 14 or 15. Uh, but I was going to say, if, if you say that, I've had one since I was at Chris's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Yeah. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> you got any oh feedback, God. Matt, for us? Ah, yes. Let's see. What do we got here? It's going to randomly pick some here. This is, again, this is from the leave us a comment and get a Quigon episode or the Quigon. It's not like we have several of them. So this one is from Josh Baker. He says, I've been listening for the show for several years and I truly hope to listen for many more to come. It's like having a conversation about star Wars with your buddies and that dynamic makes it work. You've helped me through some tough times and now things are finally getting better. I'm sure it'll make me feel even better too. suck it all the way down to the flowers. (laughs) Chris, he said that to Chris, not to Tim. And he concludes with mob crim for life. Hell yeah. <laughs> so now I'm sucking it, Tim. We got two suckies now. All the way down to the flowers. All the way down to flowers. <laughs> That's that that goes back a long time. It does. That was uh a, was there Andula Dablangada, whatever her name was. Yeah, that goes back quite a while ago. Yarna Delgargan? No, no, it was her name was like was like Amdula or something like that. It was the one with the she's got the tattoos on her chin. That's what Tim was referring to with the uh, all the way down oh, to the flowers. Uh, yeah, uh, what was it? Luminar on Luminar. Luminar. Yeah. Wow, was I fucking wrong with that name? Okay. <laughs> I just watched The Water Boy. That's why it was stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's some high quality. Not true. Mama says alligators are cranky because I have all those teeth in their heads. Anyways, 
<laughs> this is one. Uh, this one is from Christopher Starzuki or Starzuki. I think it's Uski. If I'm saying that wrong, I apologize. Christopher says best podcast about the nuts of Star Wars. I'm always laughing at the interaction of the four of you. Thanks for the absurdity and comic relief in the much needed Star Wars fandom. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. Yeah, let's stop just screaming at each other and laugh at it for God's sakes. <laughs> uh, this one from Cameron Stricker. He says the show is. This show is so good, I can't listen to it at my high school without everyone thinking I'm crazy because I start laughing out loud during class. That's I don't approve of that. You should be paying attention to what your teacher is trying to teach you. You'll end up you like don't. one of us four idiots. Don't listen during class. <laughs> That's right. This is by far the best Star Wars podcast I ever heard. Okay, I, I take it back. Do whatever you want. It's fine. Listen in the, in the bathroom when you go vape. <laughs> take, take it along then. <sighs> And let's do another, one more here from Daniel. He says, I love the show from Campot to Cam- Camtano. Star Wars and character has been my favorite podcast for a number of years. Well, thank you, Daniel and everybody else. And oof, I, I don't even know if I'm making a measurable dent in these comments. So we have more to come. Well, it's nice. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening and saying nice things and being nice in general, because there's so many people out there that just aren't. So thank you, Dave. It's time for trivia. All right. We uh, last week did something a little different and you guys seem to enjoy it so much. We're going to do it again. I love those guys did. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, you're winning now in the well, trivia okay, points. That's, 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 there is that. Yes, I can't, I can't argue that. It has worked Matt, in my favor thus far. It has. Matt has 41 points. I have 38. Then Chris with 21 and Tim with 14. So last week we picked Could, some names of I'm some not, Star Wars players. I'm not yes, sure if the, cut, if the recording cut out or if it was my headphones, but the scores got all jumbled. Would you mind saying it one more time for listeners? Sure. So currently Matt is 41. I have 38 Chris has 21 and Tim has 14. And what we did was we awarded one point for every movie or TV show that we could name for the assigned Star Wars actor that we were given. We got rid of Harrison Ford and and uh, Samuel Jackson, you know, some pretty heavy hitters with a lot of filmographies. So because of that, and the pickings are a little slimmer. We're going to do the same thing, but we're going to get five points for oh, everyone that we can offer. Man, five points. Dave, I, I might get five points this this round. I just want to say, <laughs> I want to say real quick, particularly to Dave. This just released from Read I Love Halloween.net. Funko is now selling three pop figures of Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Oh, are you, they all of? I, they're not showing any pictures of them, so this article sucks. But after I, I your, did see them. After your declaration of that being one of the greatest movies in the past 20 years, I thought you'd want to know that. One is in a suit, one is shirtless, <laughs> and one is going to be in the trench coat. Okay. Are you guessing oh, okay. or are you describing them? I, I'm, I'm guessing. Oh, I'm okay. Guessing. <laughs> I'm trying to find pictures. I, I saw them, yeah. yeah. I think Tim's right. One, he has a, he has on that seat, that clear through raincoat yeah, thing. Yeah, and one has his eyes all bloody and fucking nasty and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see so it now. Cool. Yeah, one in a suit, one in a clear suit with an axe, and one with a clear suit, the axe and blood on his face. Over well, his that's eye. the one you gotta get because uh, that's. I was wrong about the shirtless one. That's the uh, that's the the Jared Leto as Paul Allen murder. Hey is. Paul. <laughs> you know I don't know what you're talking about because I've never seen this movie. Oh yeah, it's it's like it seriously is one of the greatest movies ever made. I don't care Look about this Tim. game. Look at Tim backing me up for once. Thanks, yeah, no, Tim. It, I remember when this came out. This came out. This came out ninety nine, the greatest year ever for movies. <laughs> and uh, and I, I went and saw this movie like several times in the theater uh, during that that time frame. It's, it's, it really is. So like it's not one of the greatest film. movies that's come out in the past 20 years. It's one of the greatest movies it's, that's come no, out in the past no, 21 yeah. years. Yeah, that's right. That's true. I remember it's officially all time. 
I remember when, um, yeah, that was in Puerto Rico when this came out because I do remember getting a letter from Dave raving about this movie, and I was like, well, shit, it's oddly <laughs> enough not playing in the middle of Puerto Rico for some reason. My AOL was it, AOL Messenger. Yeah, my AOL Messenger name was Paul Allen eighty eight. Oh, <laughs> look at you! Yeah, that's how that's how much I love that movie because that was when AOL Messenger was popular. And uh, I chose Paul Allen eighty eight as my screen name on that. I'm impressed. Yeah, that's that's worth a if you haven't seen it in a while, worth a constant rewatch. It's on Netflix. The scene oh, it is they, okay. I was just gonna look up where it's streaming, yeah. so I will try to watch this. I'm almost positive it's on Netflix. The scene where they uh, compare business cards—it's genius. Like the the Brett Easton Ellis is yep, a weird and strange guy, but. Yep. Uh, the source material that they had to work with is is uh, it's superb. And Justin Throw. His his first line, Steve Steve, our friend and I love this movie because we read the book at the same time when we were working as projectionists. We shared we shared the book. And uh, his first line in it is he comes up to Christian Bale and he and he says something like, They don't have a good bathroom to do cult coke in. <laughs> like that's his <laughs> This is first like his first line. He's so great in it. This this was that movie was uh DiCaprio was originally supposed to do it and he left it and did the what was it the island or the beach. The beach. The beach. Yeah. Right near the beach. Good move. <laughs> Alright, so we're gonna do what we did last week. And but because the uh, names are probably a little more obscure who knows what you're going to get, but probably more obscure. You're going to get five points for each that you can name movies or TV shows that this Star Wars actor was in in 15 seconds. Okay? Turner, right. Turner Herzog. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Akira, Wrath of God, Jack Reacher. That's it. Well, that would be 10 points. But that's not damn. yours. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Chris, I have selected yours. Okay. You've met this person. Oh, shit. I know who this is. <laughs> You've been intimate with this person. Well, possibly. Does this, man, does this person have a sizable ass? <laughs> no, is it? Well, I, I think so, yeah. That wouldn't be the first physical characteristic I would point out on this person. Okay. Your, char- your actor and your 15 seconds are about to begin if you can name as many movies or TV shows starring Forrest Whitaker. Uh, oh, not, I hate not, this guy. Not my guess. <laughs> and your time starts now. Oh my god. I have no idea. Um, and you can't use Solo, right? Um, he's in that, that, that Scotland movie. Um, he's in he's in <laughs> Butler. Uh, Black Panther. Um, uh, black movies. Um... <laughs> Up. The best part about that was points. the best part about that was is that he wasn't even in Solo. Yeah, I don't think yeah, he was. So he's in Rogue One. So you could have used Solo, one. but it would have been wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You got three, which is 15 points. What's the three? He got Butler. Oh wow! Well, okay. last, last King of Scotland and it, Black Panther. You gave him the Scotland movie. I sure did. So I'm going to say the movie. That movie about the thing. I gave Tim Benicio del Toro that movie with Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, you're right. Okay, you're right. I knew that that he won an award for that movie, and I I watched the Butler, which I kind of liked a lot. And I just took a guess. He's in Black Panther. (laughs) Is he in Black Panther? Uh, I think he is. He gives he gives Black Panther the the Black Panther juice. You take this into Black Panther. 15 you, seconds goes fast, though. It does go fast. You got three, which which brings you up to 36. You're only two points behind me now. If I don't get any, you're hot on my heels. Okay? You're going to get a bunch. Well, it depends on who you give me. Okay. If you give me Kenny Baker, I don't know anything else besides... He's in here. He's, he's in here. <laughs> okay. Anthony Daniels. Yeah, please don't <laughs> do that. Well, I don't care. All right, Tim. Yes. No, it's Matt's turn. Okay. Matt, let me select... A little something for you. I cannot read my own writing. Gonna select a name for you. Oh, see, I went a little. I went a little off the off the charts here with this one. Your actor 
is Daniel Craig. Oh, oh geez. Okay. Shit. Uh, and your 15 seconds starts now. Knives Out, Skyfall, Casino Royale, uh, Handsome Men from England Illustrated, uh, <laughs> uh, $100,000 Pyramid. I fucking don't know. Time is up. <laughs> you also got 15. Okay. <laughs> your answers were very funny. That's right. <laughs> That brings you to 56. Ooh. Nicely done. All right, Tim. Yes. You ready? Mm hmm. Your actor is Terrence Stamp. Oh. Ooh. And your 15 seconds starts now. Superman 1, Superman 2, The Limey, Haunted Mansion. Uh, <laughs> there was a documentary about the Who, and his brother was uh, one of their managers. It was called the Who documentary. Time up. a couple years ago. Time's up. I'll, <laughs> g- I'll give you credit for that. You got five. That's twenty-five points. Jesus, bam! Oh, <laughs> Which puts you at thirty-nine. Also ahead of me, Neil. Before before Tim. Tim. Houston. All right, Dave, over at my I was looking over at my my Terrence Stamp Zod action figure that Chris gave me. All right. Wait, this again. For inspiration. I am picking out Ooh. a thermos for you. <laughs> Who's the last <laughs> guy in the world? That's right. This person Held my daughter when she was a young little girl. Uh, I his name. know the character name. I can't think of his real name. His name is Joe Edgerton. Oh, that guy. And your time <laughs> starts now. Okay. He's in The Gift. He's in some fighting movie. I don't know what it's called. It's called like The Fighter or The Boxer or The Something with Thomas. No, with the Bane guy. Um, Joe Edgerton. Time. Wow. There go. That went fast. Is, is, is it called the fighter? Or the the, it's the war. The warrior. The warrior. I, I, we'll, give it, we'll give it to him. Yeah, we'll give it to you. And, and a gift. Yeah. What else has he been in? He's was, been a lot. Was he in Black Hawk Down? Or not Black Hawk Down, uh, Zero Dark Thirty? I don't know. Mm, nope, he Maybe. was not. I would have got that. So, well, he was. He was in Zero Dark Black Thirty. Okay. No, he was in Zero Dark Thirty. That's the only thing I could come up with when you were. You're, I just knew him from the him. from the gift and the I'm with Dave in the boxing movie. The gift is yes. didn't he direct the gift? Too? I think so. Yeah. yeah, that movie is so great. That was really good. Was Almost good as good as American him Psycho. And- he's in a lot of <laughs> shit actually. Oh, he's in that dumbass Gods and Kings movie. Yeah. Oh God, and Kings. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So the scores are now okay. This is close. Matt with 56. Uh-huh. I have 48. Tim with 39. Am I last now? And Chris with 36. Yes, you're last. Okay. Damn it. Who's sucking it now? I hate Forrest Whitaker, too. You don't know that. Ouch. Forrest Whitaker's awesome. Okay. I could have picked. I had uh, Freddie Prince Jr. here. I could have put you on with him. You... <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a tough one. Know what you did, did last summer? Um, she's all that. See, you would have done well with her. It would have done good. Freddie. I would have said Rebels. Well, you can't say Star Wars stuff? I guess not. Okay. All right. Well, Timmy, thanks for masturbating all of us. We're Very right. nice here. Very kind. Yeah, you know. And Matt, should I say what, what you're doing? Uh, Next, yeah. You, uh, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, can you tell me what it was? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just tell me what you're doing? It was. <laughs> Why don't you just tell me the movie you like? It is two tubes. Hey, two tubes. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. 
For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars In Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information.